0: London, England. Oh, wow! Alexander has finished Jimmy Manuel. Coming live from the sold-out O2 Arena, this is the UFC and we are back in London.
1: First off, first off, congrats, it's... uh... You've got yourself a new contract, and now you've got yourself a fight in London. You must be absolutely over the moon.
0: Yeah, obviously, um, London's me home country, and to uh, represent on A stage is going, going to be fantastic. I'm looking forward
1: to it. And uh, rewind to to Dublin for us, because obviously, you know, I spoke to you after that fight, and you were you were absolutely gutted at the decision at the time. I mean, looking back at it now, I'm sure you've sat back and watched that fight since. Give us your take on how all that panned out. What's your assessment of that fight? Now you've got a bit of time, and you know you've you've had a chance to look back at it.
0: Yeah, it, it was far from my best performance. Um, I, I watched it back, and I'm, I'm very disappointed. Well, I, I performed. Um, I, I'm miles better than that. I watched. I watched the fight back, and. Like on paper, I thought, I thought I was better than him everywhere. Uh, still, still now, I still think I'm better than him everywhere. Um, it's it's neat, it's me to decisions against me when I want on, on a bad day. Um, like say um, losing hurts, it, it really hurts. But i to dust myself off and get get back up road to London.
1: Yeah, and you—you know—you're back in there. You got Chris Dempsey, who uh, has been fighting at light heavyweight, and he's moving down. He's been—he's been knocked out twice in the first round in his last three fights. Is the plan to make that a hat trick in London?
0: Yeah, um, his two—his two two knockout losses were, like I said, they were light heavyweight uh, when he fought at middleweight. He, he won against Eddie Gordon. Um but yeah, I'm I'm looking to expose all of his games. Uh, he's, he, there's no no um, hiding away from what the fight is. He's a striker V grappler. I'm looking to take his head off and uh, he's he's looking to set me down. Uh, if I told him to say striker V grappler, it's a striker V wrestler, I feel I feel edge him everywhere. Um, obviously he's, he's got he's got his wrestling but I have got skills to finish him in every area.
1: Given given how things went in Dublin, is there is there something different that you're going to be doing in this in this training camp? Have you, have you sort of had a look at how you prepare for fights? Is there some have you made changes? Are there specific things you're going to be looking to do that are a bit different as you build up to this one?
0: Yeah, we, we've we mixed a few things up uh, around the training. Uh, Not nothing massively. Like like I said, uh, I I felt good going into the fight. Um, I felt I felt good. I felt ready. Um, the cardio were that. like I say, um i was going to got to ask myself what 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 went wrong. Um and and I, I feel I feel like uh, when it comes to fight week I'll just I'll just be um a little bit more prepared that way. I think um i i worry, like I was trying to uh, get all the media behind me and all stuff like that and like uh um Go, go away about it that way because obviously I thought I had it in bag I thought I would beat him and, and I, I wanted to uh, get the momentum moving forward ready for London and, and I think I think a little too much into that, that side of things uh, uh, all the media side of things and stuff like that I'm just going to get my head down and get, get focused on the fight uh, obviously I don't mind doing media but uh, all, all that in, in background that's that's not essential stuff and uh, as like I said uh, you, get, you get more media attention by knocking people out rather than uh, just doing all that media than, than doing a poor performance like last time so like, I'm just going to focus on the
1: uh, that side of things No, that makes sense That makes sense Give us a sense I mean, obviously there's, there's the disappointment from losing and, you know you, as I say I spoke to you at the time and, you know it hurts losing hurts and how much of a relief is it when obviously, you know you had that performance and it didn't go your way but you've since now got a new contract with the UFC, and now you've got yourself a fight on home territory. How much of a how much of a relief is it to you to actually know that you know you you've got a few more fights coming up, and uh, perhaps you know it's the pressures off in in terms of your employment a little bit.
0: Yeah, it's, it's good that UFC—they've um, got a belief in me. Obviously, they believe in me, and they—they they, they, uh, know where I can go in the sport. And, and I, I still, have that belief. Like I say, I lost—I lost a split decision on, on, a, on a bad night. I—I um, I haven't been dominated in any of my fights. Uh, I've, I've been on the wrong side of. Uh, uh, two decisions I, I know I lost against Edinburgh but I, like I said I still feel I won against uh, Jocko um, but that, that is the bit what I've got to put right I've got, I've got to be um, put, him, put him away or be on the right side of these decisions it's, not, uh, it's no good being on the wrong side of these decisions I've got to um, put in a better performance and make, make sure I, I dominate the fight
1: Sure and uh, you're, you're building a reputation over here as one of the UK's most well supported fighters in the UFC I mean um, you know we've we 've seen in the events that that i 've been covering you know obviously germany and and, and then in dublin you you've brought a huge traveling army of fans with you and even when I post a story up on on Facebook you know you share it and it just goes crazy with likes and shares and you know it seems like everybody you know seems to just really jump on this stuff and really really pushes it and shows their support um, How much does it mean to you to have such a such a huge dedicated fan base like that?
0: Um, they all get behind me they always have uh, it was the same in Sweden uh, that it, I've got a big fan base they all go they get dressed up and, and, and they enjoy it they make a weekend uh, to have them behind me um uh, it, it's great uh, Obviously, the tickets are already going on sale, and I'm hoping that we can all get tickets and head down there and make a really good weekend of it.
1: How did it all start? Because obviously, you know, as, as you build up, as you build up through your career, you obviously, you know, you pick up fans. But how did it get to the point that you've got this this massive group of fans, and you know, everyone has to make their travel plans, and they all come down as one big group. How, how did all this start?
0: I've, I've, always, I've always fought on pretty local shows so I've had, I've had not uh, obviously not as big as now but I've had a, a decent fan base sort of thing uh, um, me and my dad fought on the same show uh, back when I was uh, I was one and two as an amateur uh, and me and my dad fought on no sorry, two and two uh, and me and my dad fought on the same show and uh, my dad were quite a respected person from area as well uh, so Loads just came to that, and um, I, I just sent to it, it. Just balls just came, just sent to carry on rolling and rolling. And I've just picked up more fans everywhere I fought. I picked up more and more fans.
1: It's great to see. It really does, and it should. Add, it should really add to the atmosphere at the O2. On, uh, oh yeah, 100. It'd,
0: it'd be nice to it'd be, it'd be nice if everybody gets in night so it's not not just uh, the local area people. If everybody gets in night so and it gets guests down show of spot, my uncle chat, that'd be awesome. And, I'm uh, sure they'll all be singing and chanting, and, and obviously our crowd will join in and get behind them. It's going to be great. I can't I can't wait.
1: It's going to be lively, that's for sure. This London event, it's it, it looks as if we're going to you know we're going to have a lot of British and European talent on this card who are sort of rising up through the ranks. But it's also one of those shows that. You know, when when we get the UFC over here, it's it's once a year if we're lucky. I mean, we you know we didn't have one last year, but in general, we get one show a year, um, and it's it, it's it's a chance to inspire young fighters who are looking to one day make it in the UFC. Tell us about how you first came into contact with the UFC when you first saw it and the first live show you went to. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, the first
0: the first live show I went to a UFC eighty nine uh, in Birmingham. Uh, I went to see my old coach, uh, Neil Wayne, against Shane Carwin. Uh, and Michael Bisping was the main event against Chris Lieben. Uh That was my first event. Uh atmosphere was just out of this world. And I, I, back then, uh, I, was, I was just starting to fight. Uh, I don't even know if I had a fight at the time. Um, I never even thought that. Uh, back then, I never even thought that I was going to be... be uh, it was good enough to go to the UFC, so I felt it was just something I enjoyed and something, um I- I enjoyed doing, and I just got more and more addicted to it. And then, as a young amateur, people told me how, how far I could take it, and I've I've always just trained hard. And then, obviously, when I got the call, call it all
1: great. Yeah, tell us about that. Tell us about when you actually got that call. Because obviously, you were the you were the Bama middleweight champion at the time, I think. And uh, you know, you'd worked you you worked your way up through the domestic scene, won that belt with Bama, and then and then you got the call to fight in UFC. I mean, tell us tell us about that moment.
0: Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, when I, when I beat Max Nunes, I, I, I sort of knew that um, the contract was, was on the table. Uh, I, I was out of contract with Bama. Um, I was 12 now I just beat uh, Max Nunes, who, who was a massive prospect. Uh, I, I obviously knew that it, it was just around the corner, sort of thing. Um, all crowd were chanting UFC, UFC after, after that fight. Uh, and the manager obviously sorted everything out. Uh, he called me up, and uh, obviously I love the moon. Um, it's it's always something I've wanted to do, and a massive achievement. Um when 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 we released the signing, the the amount of support I got was just unbelievable, and and uh, just. And just being part, you is, is is Like I say, it's, it's it's great. It's just everything about it—the support, you know, the fans, uh, the people who, who work for me. Uh, everything's done professionally. It's, it's, it's really good to be a part of.
1: And obviously, you know, fighting on home home territory in the UFC. You know, it doesn't get much bigger than this. Um, how much? How much would it be? F- how much? How much would it be for you to actually get in there? Get that knockout win in the octagon on home soil and get your hand raised in front of sixteen, seventeen thousand 17,000
0: fellow Brits. Yeah, I, obviously I'm visualising that in, in back of my mind. Um, like I said, it's no no joke. Uh, I'm not trying to hide what, what I'm going in there looking to do. Uh, we, we want that knockout and to get in front of that own crowd, in front of 16,000, 17,000, um, I, I can imagine it. I, I, Obviously, I've heard that. I've heard that atmosphere in Sweden. Um, but I, I was the person there that the one you for, so uh, to, to have them on my side is going to be a great feeling.
1: It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be a great night. Hope training camp goes well. Hope you can stay healthy. You haven't got too many bumps and bruises as you go into fight week. Hope it all goes well. And no doubt, I'll catch Thank up you, with you. Simon. I'll catch up with you a bit nearer fight night. All the best, yeah. Cheers, Aaron. Good to speak to you, mate. Cheers. Can you, mate. Take-